Welcome everyone to another op- a podcast with Go With Purpose. We are so lucky to have Maggie Schneider here. She is helping entrepreneurs globally to make a change. And here on our podcast, we really like to speak to entrepreneurs, business owners, specialists that are trying to make an impact in the world and to really hear their story. So Maggie, thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to hear from you. Definitely, definitely really excited. So I think we'll get right into it. I won't introduce you. I'd love for you to introduce yourself and for people to know who Maggie is. Sure. So my name is Maggie Schneider. Um, I am the owner of Hilltop Help, which is a virtual assistant business um, and marketing agency that um, helps mompreneurs, especially, but any kind of entrepreneur Mm -hmm. scale their business um, with virtual support. So things that I specialize in are SEO strategy, Squarespace website design and Pinterest management. This is a relatively new business for me. It started as a creative outlet. Um, I became a mom in 2020 as the world shut down um, and was very isolated. I actually have uh, 10 years of healthcare experience. So I was a registered nurse for uh, eight years before starting this business. Um, And I really, as much as I loved being a registered nurse, I found obviously the healthcare system changed with COVID and becoming a mom. I really wanted to be home with my kids more working the night shift, the weekend schedule, the holidays. Like I felt like I was missing out on the most important years of my kid's life. Um, So that was the big um, push for me to start my own business. And then of course the creative outlet, as I mentioned, I really just wanted something for me, something that kind of stimulated my brain in a different kind of way. Um, And this business, way surpassed that much faster than i thought <laughs> oh that, that's that's so brilliant and, and and honestly inspiring and i and i hope our guests also inspire our audience is inspired about your story to want to go from a registered nurse <laughs> to having owning your own business but but i want to know a bit even before the nurse like how did you become a nurse? Why did you become a nurse? And then how do we, yeah, how do we get to the business? Tell me yeah, the story. Yeah, good question. I guess I've always kind of liked helping people. Um, my dad was sick a lot when I was a kid. Um, so that's kind of mm-hmm. what opened my eyes to the healthcare world. No one in my family was in healthcare or anything like that. Okay. Um, but I also kind of knew back then that I wanted to have kids and I wanted to have a family. And a lot of mm-hmm. people said, oh, registered nurse, you can make your own schedule. It's great um, for, you know, having young kids. And for a lot of people, it is, um, you know, I was working 12 hour shifts and I worked overnight for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. So that was allowed me to be home with my kids during the day. But the exhaustion mm-hmm. level with that schedule was just not yeah, sustainable sure. for me. Again, for other people, it might work out great. Um, so I have a degree from the University of Maryland. It's in um, community health. I wasn't sure if I wanted to go the teaching route or the healthcare route um, back in college. So that was the degree that I chose. (laughs) And then a long twisting story, I ended up going to my local community college to get my nursing degree. Um, And then my first um, nursing job was actually where I had worked as a receptionist in an outpatient surgery center. Um, I ended up moving from there and worked at Johns Hopkins in their pediatric unit for a long time. Um, again, crazy schedule. I pivoted a lot of different jobs in healthcare and just with every job, I always felt like that schedule and that, um, time away from my family was just not worth it. Um, so what brought me into entrepreneurship was just listening to a podcast, just like this one, Mm -hmm. um, of 
a group of ladies there from pursuing her purpose as the name of their okay. business. Um, and they offered a course to start a business. And I just kind of looked at it as like, oh, something fun to do, something to connect with other moms in my community. Um, and I was like, maybe I'll learn a little bit about Instagram. Like, I really didn't mm -hmm. have any idea of what kind of business I wanted to do. Um, at that point, it was just kind of something for fun. Um, so, yeah, I took the course and was just so inspired by all the people around me. I think I took it with like 30 or 40 other women, most of whom were moms. Um, and, yeah, I was just so inspired. And it seemed like a lot of them needed help. And I was willing and able to learn at that time. Um, so I just kind of started this virtual assistant business. I didn't really niche down for a while until I figured out what it was that I liked to do. Um, but I just kind of opened myself up to, I did some podcast editing when I first started out. Mm -hmm. I still do some of that from time to time. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of my story as I was looking for that connection um, with other moms and definitely found that in this business. That's that's so nice. And I'm, and I'm so happy for you that you've been able to find that connection and um, hopefully also spend more time with your family and feel a bit lighter. Because I'm sure yeah. with all that, that nursing schedule is that must have been such a weight on you. And so talk to me a bit about kind of that relief that you must have felt from being able to be like managing your own schedule in a way that's productive and healthy. Yeah, that that has been uh the best trans transformation since starting a business, that time freedom is, and it does take a lot of discipline to run a business. Like, um, you know, I have to commit to, okay, my kids are napping. I have to work. I don't get to do what I want to do. Um, mm -hmm. And just kind of mapping out my day and working in the little pockets of time that I have. Um, but still, I, like you said, I'm with my kids when they're awake, we are outside, we're playing, we're doing nice. fun things. Um, I know a lot of people start businesses and work remotely so they can travel the world. I'm not super into that, but that's another great <laughs> thing for entrepreneurship. Um, yeah, just the time freedom. And then, you know, I can pick the clients that I want to work with. I don't have, you know, at the mm. hospital, they're assigning you patients. Yeah. And I loved working with the patients. I loved my coworkers. Um, that's the part that I miss the most is, again, that like interaction and connection with other people. Um, but it was just you know, you're working for the man and you have to follow other people's mm -hmm. rules and policies, whether you agree with them or not. Um, so just having that freedom has been a weight off my shoulders, like you said, and just, you know, has opened my eyes to so many other opportunities out there. Like you don't have to stay stuck just because you have a degree in something or, you, you know, you Absolutely, worked in healthcare yeah. for 10 years, you can pivot anytime. Definitely. And, and to continue even on what you're saying of this thing of you don't have to be stuck to your degree. Yeah. And that especially now with how much content there is available online, you know, you can start your own business through YouTube, right? right. Which I think 20 years ago or even more than that sounded crazy, right? How am I going to start a business and not have to pay someone or not have to do a, a course in business administration or whatever it might be? Exactly. So I, I think that's so brilliant that you're able to be like, you know what? No. I'm going to do that. But I know at the same time, that's that's a brave move to make, yeah. right? to leave that job and then to decide to make that own business. So what what was it in you that said, you know what, I have to do this and I can do this more than anything? Yeah, I had a lot of support from my family. Um, so my husband also had re had started a business around the same time as mine with um, with mm -hmm. his dad. 
um, working, doing something with Amazon of all things. Um, so that kind of just opened my eyes to, you know, he got that freedom before I did. So I saw him, you know, it was a grind and it's definitely a hustle. Um, but it opened my eyes to that freedom and just kind of gave me that motivation and that push. And then of course, like I said before, just the motivation to want to make my own schedule and be with my family. Um, I mean, I've always been like a little bit of a risk taker. Like I hopped around from job to job with nursing. Um, I probably had like five or six jobs in that eight year time span. Um, like job pivots don't scare me. That's just, you know, there's, you can always make money. Like money is not, you know, something that I worry about too much. I mean, as risky and silly as that might sound to a lot of people, um, you know, I know that I can always fall back and go back to get a nursing job. You know, that's always going to be there for me. Um, So just, yeah, like having support from my husband, he really is kind of, I say I should pay him to be my business consultant because he gives like great advice. And anytime I get in a funk, you know, it's not always sunshine and rainbows and as Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur, as I'm sure you know, um, there's a lot of like headache and behind the scenes things that can be really frustrating. Um, But just having like a sounding board and someone that can kind of push you through those hard times and say, no, you can do it. You are doing it. A lot of times I have that like imposter syndrome of like, I've only been a virtual assistant for a year. Like what, Mm -hmm. am I really an expert? Am I really a strategist in these fields? Um, But my husband said, you know, you are putting in the time, as you said, on YouTube and (laughs) taking courses and, you know, doing all the training and stuff on my own, like that other people are not taking that other business owners don't have the time to they don't have the time to learn pinterest or they don't have the time to learn how to build their own website and i'm doing that so in that case i am an expert because i have the experience and the practice and the education so he does a great job of always reminding me of that and then of course i listen to podcasts like yours that i hear other people doing it and you know it's a grind and it's hard work but i think at the end of the day it's worth it Absolutely. And, and, you know, more than anything is you kind of touched on it. There is that you're also giving other people that freedom of time, right? When you're able to build websites for them and do all that backend work that they maybe don't have time to do, you're also giving them that freedom. So that's maybe how you're also creating impact globally, which is, which is absolutely beautiful. Um, and you know, I think also above that is just the role of your husband and your family, because I think there's always this idea of, when you start a business, you know, you have to do it on your own, like you have to do it on your own and, you know, you have to touch it out. It doesn't matter if you're sick or you're tired or you don't believe in yourself that sometimes it's difficult for people to lean on others. Right. So what advice would you have for people that, you know, are maybe in that mindset of, I have to do it on my own? Yeah, that's a great question. There is, I, so two parts to that, I guess the first thing is you really do have to take care of yourself. Like you said, like no one's going to tell you like you have a 30 minute break now, you need to go eat lunch or, you know, you Mm -hmm. need to go get some sunshine outside. Um, So just making yourself a priority has been, you know, it's hard for sure. Like I'm still working on it, but I, you know, I set my alarm every morning and I get my workout in first thing in the morning before my kids wake up because I know that that gives me energy and, you know, makes me feel better, not only about, about myself, but just, you know, I, it gives me that energy that makes me want to work. Yeah. Um, And then, like I said, getting outside, like going for a walk, spending time in nature, whatever it is for you, listening to podcasts or 
reading a good book. Like you have to take time for yourself to be healthy and yeah, take care of yourself so that you can take care of your business. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Then the second part of that is yeah. For business owners, especially solopreneurs, like I know it, I've, I've done it myself. Like you can't, yeah. you just can't do it all. There's just not enough time mm -hmm. in the day. And especially for moms who are running businesses like I am, um, you, you know, you, it's, your time is your most valuable asset that you have. And, you know, you can buy more of it by hiring out things that you can do. And I think a lot of people, when they start their business, don't realize the time that you get back. I actually just hired my own virtual assistant. So it's kind of weird that a virtual assistant would need a virtual yeah. assistant. But there was a lot, I get a lot of questions about that. But there were a lot of mm -hmm. things that I could have let go for my own business. Like I'm, I, you know, could have let go of my social media, I could have let go of my blog, I could have let go of my email list, but I, those things have been building traction, I didn't want, I wanted to stay consistent with those things. Um, okay. So just hiring out 10 hours a month to my virtual assistant um, has given me that 10 hours a month back that I can use to create mm -hmm. new um, offers and new, you know, things for people to buy from me. Um, to scale my business even more. So if you're an entrepreneur, that's definitely my advice is you don't have to wait till you're making a million dollars or whatever that number is for mm -hmm. you before you hire help. Stay in your zone of genius so that you can be the most productive. Um, so I consider myself um, like the integrator role and the people that are hiring okay. me are visionaries, right? So they they have a vision for their business and I'm there to just help them implement it and save time for them. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. that, that's amazing. And, you know, it's even what you said of that thing of taking care of yourself to take care of your business. Yeah. Right. I think there's so much truth in that. And, you know, I think you can even take it out of the business context of, you know, taking care of yourself so that you can take care of your children, taking care of yourself so that you can take care of the ones that you love. Absolutely. Right. So I, I, I couldn't agree more on that because, you know, even to stick with that business conversation of maybe people sometimes wanting to own a hundred percent and having to do a hundred percent of the work, but then that a hundred percent is draining them yeah. and making them unhealthy and taking out all the fun and energy that there is in maybe being a business owner. So I think that's so brilliant and you've touched on that so well. Yeah. So, so thank you for that. Right. Um, and on top of it is let's not ignore you're also a mom doing this, <laughs> right? It's different. You know, it's, it's very different to be a business owner that doesn't have to take care of a family and that doesn't have to take care of children. But how have you been able to balance being head of the family? I always consider moms the head of the family, never the father. Thank you. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but how has it been balancing that family life and that business life? And are there moments where you've actually thought of maybe stopping the business because it's affecting life and your business uh, and your family life? Yeah, I can definitely have those like self-limiting thoughts of like, I can't take on anymore. Like I just can't handle anymore. Um, but again, that's why I hired some help. I hired a virtual assistant um, to help me. And I just have to think that my family is the motivation is the reason that I'm doing this. And it's also for myself that like that, like I said in the beginning, that creative outlet is why I started this business and I get so much joy out of it. If it ever gets to the point where it's not fun anymore, like you're doing something wrong, it should it should always be fun. I mean, 
it's not always going to be fun, but you should always find that joy in it, at least in the, you know, at the core of your business. You know, every business is going to have things that you don't enjoy doing, like taxes right now. <laughs> um, but, you know, you should have fun. And if, if it becomes too overwhelming, you can always pause, take a step back. But I think that consistency and that momentum is what keeps me going, too, as I know people have noticed me on Instagram now that I, because I've been posting every day for nine months, I've been posting almost every single day. Like that's how long it took. Um, yeah. So like you have to, you have to show up for people to take you seriously. Of course. And, and I think you said two amazing things. There is the consistency and the momentum and also showing up. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's so powerful and that's really helping uh that can really help business owners to just scale and to grow and to get to where they are and you know even before i think you spoke a bit about it it's like sometimes you can't manage it all and also you don't know it all as well i'd say mm -hmm. right um but there's also things that we learn in different in different disciplines so for example you as a nurse i'm sure there's things that you've learned being a nurse that have helped you in your business so talk to me about that because i'm sure there's a link that maybe you we don't see it yet or it's not obvious but Please. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so nursing, I mean, I was constantly delegating tasks to people, right? Like mm -hmm. there are certain things that only nurses can do. Only nurses can pass medications, right? But I was, mm -hmm. you know, if I needed someone help for going, someone helping someone to the bathroom, sorry, I would ask, you know, a tech to do it. If I needed help getting a blood draw, call in phlebotomy. Like, so the delegation piece has mm -hmm. always been like a strong suit from that, that healthcare has really, um, pushed me through. Um, so delegation for sure. And then prioritization, right? Like in healthcare, there's emergencies that come up, someone falls, someone, you know, cuts themselves, whatever it is, they, that you have to attend to those people first and other people who are your, under your care kind of fall down the list, but you always circle back and come back to that. Um, so that prioritization, the time management piece is huge as a nurse, you know, it's a 12 hour shift, which seems like a long time, but the amount of things that you have to do um, for, you know, I had up to 10 patients sometimes and the amount of things that you have to do in that 12 hour shift can really fill up all your time. So definitely yeah. like organization, time management, delegation, all of those things, um, which is, you know, hopefully inspiring for other people to hear that, you can take skills from whatever job you're in now and move it into a business that has nothing to do with your degree or whatever mm -hmm. your experience is. Um, hopefully that's motivating for people that you, you have skills, you have more knowledge than you think. <laughs> yeah, for, for, for sure. And I'm, I'm definitely, I'm sure it's motivating because there's sometimes that idea that, Oh, because I'm in a new, um, in a new sector and something that I've never done before that I have no experience. Mm -hmm. There's no, you maybe don't have any experience with that specific niche. Right. Right. But you have experience in writing. You have experience in communication. You have experience in whatever it might be that from other areas that you can take to that. And, you know, all of this at the end is like, as you mentioned, you're doing it for your family. You're doing it for the people that you love. So you're going to put in the effort. But I would love to know, and it's Brendan from Master Talk. He's a, commun a communication coach, and I just spoke to him. And he asked these three brilliant questions, and, and I'd love to know your answer about sure. it, right? <laughs> and it's three questions that he says that if you ask yourself these, not just once a day, but uh, it's not just once in years, but almost every day if you can, um, 
then slowly you start to find a bit more purpose and a bit more clarity in your life. And I hope our audience is also listening and ask themselves these same questions. But we'll start with the first one of, if I gave you a billion dollars, right, and abundance of resource, what would you do? Ooh, put me on the spot with that one. <laughs> That's a great question. I mean, so many things. I would hire help immediately, <laughs> for one. Um, maybe get a babysitter or something. <laughs> um, gosh, but also just give back. Like, I feel like all of the reason that another reason that I do what I do is just the clients that I have, their businesses, I believe in so much. A lot of them are serving moms and a lot of them are serving other entrepreneurs. Um, I just mm. think you know, if I could give some money to those businesses too, to hire even more mm -hmm. help, like just the growth that we could see. That's a great question. <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah. I, I, I hadn't, I hadn't, I sometimes ask it to my friends and that, but I don't even answer it sometimes myself. Yeah. What's your answer? Right? So he, yeah. <laughs> um, well for us, well for me, and I think also for the agency that we have here is to really just create more global impact, yeah. right? Get people's voice and vision to just keep growing, right? We want to be able to give a platform for others to grow. And even for myself is with, you give me all the resources, everyone that hasn't been given a voice or a platform, I want to do that for them, right? I want to be able to create change and, I don't know how that looks exactly, right. but billion dollars and a lot of resources, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, I'll definitely figure it out. I love um, that. Just like that. I mean, if you can create and foster that community of support, I think yeah. people would go so far with that. You really have to lean on Absolutely. each other a little bit more. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, it's what we were just speaking about of that thing of, you know, being able to say, hey, I need help or I can't do all of this or this is too much for me. Mm -hmm. Right. And being able to delegate and, and have other people just support us and especially let the, the ones that are close to us, like our loved ones, be there for you, uh, for, for, for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Definitely. Um, the second question you asked me is, what are the three things that you want to accomplish? Ooh. So right now, my goal um, for this year is to create some, I'm calling it passive income. I don't believe that there is actually passive income, um, but I'm right. I'm at my capacity almost for the amount of clients that I can take on for my monthly retainers. Like I only have so many hours in the day. I don't want to overextend myself. Um, so I'd really like to create some resources um, that people can purchase from me and that gives them that strat that little bit of strategy. Um, I'm creating mm -hmm. templates for Pinterest and then also creating kind of a course that people can do at their own pace just to learn the behind the scenes of Pinterest and how they can use Pinterest to scale their business and create a long-term marketing strategy with that. Because I know a lot of people are uh, burnt out from Instagram. Instagram's always changing. Yeah. Facebook's always changing. Pinterest is a little bit more consistent and you can kind of set it and forget it in a different way than you can with other social media platforms. So that's my goal for the end of this year is I'm going to release that course um, and hopefully business owners can um, take that and, create a little bit of a passive a more passive marketing strategy for themselves okay. again giving them that time back <laughs> mm -hmm. oh that's great so that was that, one really you cool. asked me for three goals oh goodness that's we my biggest stop, we can we'll go with that because yeah we'll start we'll stop there <laughs> but um definitely want to know about it more later but um i'd love to also speak about pinterest 
because I don't think it would be the first thing that would come up to people's minds of how to actually um, support the business and support their initiatives and what they want to accomplish. So please tell me a bit more about Pinterest and the value that it can bring. Yeah, I've heard that from a lot of people, actually. Um, A lot of business owners have been reaching out as I'm posting more education about it that um, they didn't really realize that you can market your business on Pinterest and get great leads from it. Pinterest is, I think, the number three or number four social media platform out there. There's something like close to 500 million people using it every year. So it's it's not dead, definitely. And you have to, yeah, Yeah. people are going on there to search for specific topics. So if your topic is, you know, for example, postpartum care and you have resources for that, you know, you could be like a top hit for people because there's not as many Mm -hmm. businesses on Pinterest as well. Um, and people think it's mostly for like bloggers and lifestyle kind of people. Um, I've had success with a variety of businesses, whether it's, you know, a business mentor or um, a web designer. It's a great platform to show and build that know, like, and trust factor for your business. So people can see your content, see that you're posting um, valuable content on your blog get them on your email list, get them, you know, to buy your products. It's just a very underutilized platform, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I would have on and to myself is like, I don't, I don't use Pinterest a lot. I don't yeah. use on, I don't use it a lot. I maybe pass by sometimes because I want a nice picture. Yeah. Right. But I know for people that use it a lot, they get also a lot of inspiration and creative inspiration from there. Mm-hmm. Right. So how did you first learn about Pinterest? Who, who got you into this world? I know you mentioned maybe the business course. Was that the only way? Yeah, no, actually, I just kind of uh, did it from how did I? I have no idea. <laughs> Um, actually okay so the web design course that i took the um it was Paige brunton's course square secrets she's not on instagram um she focuses on pinterest as her marketing strategy Mm -hmm. um so that kind of inspired me because i was like i love i love instagram as i said i show up on there almost every day um but i just kind of thought i'm making all this blog content or you know for you maybe it's your podcast you can take that long form content and get more traffic to your site organically without paid ads. Um, you know, you don't have to use Google ads or Facebook ads or anything like that. You can just promote it on there. Um, and the algorithm kind of figures it out. Like I said, there's not as many businesses on the platform. Um, so it's, and it's honestly easy to learn. Like I said, I spend probably a total of max, like four hours working on a month of pins for mm-hmm. my business. So it's, you know, you can do it very efficiently. Um, and then there's tons of Pinterest managers like me on um, out there that can help you get mm-hmm. organized and get, you know, create a strategy where you can get like a funnel of converting those that audience into paying customers. Brilliant. That, mm-hmm. that, that's brilliant. Yeah. And I'd love to hear about a, that, the impact that you've also had with your clients, right? In the managing the pin, Pinterest and everything. Is there maybe a client that comes to your mind? You're like, wow, working with them was refreshing and reminded me why I'm doing this. Yeah. Uh, Pinterest related or just in, in general? <laughs> anything related. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. So um, I don't want to like say they're my favorite, but they kind of are. <laughs> my uh, <laughs> Their name is the Matrescence. That's the name of their company. And they have created an app that um, is geared to helping support moms um, with mental health, but also just in general, they provide 
resources curated from experts like doctors, physical therapists, um, psychiatrists, there um, all sorts of resources, um, all in this app. It's a quick membership. Um, and just being a mom myself and not have had not having had that per- support, um, you know, in the middle of COVID, I'm like, I wish I had this app back then. So I just believe mm-hmm. in their in their mission so much. Um, and you know, I've, I help them with a lot of stuff. Um, but Pinterest especially, um, and we've seen, it's only been a few months that we've really been working on their account, but we, it's just skyrocketed, um, for the amount of viewers that they have. And, and over time it will, they will convert into, into, um, <laughs> customers for the app because I mean, the, the resources Definitely. that they put out for free are just phenomenal. Check them out. That's brilliant. Not your, not your cup of tea, but <laughs> for the women <laughs> listening. <laughs> Yeah, but definitely people's cup of tea. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to also speak a bit more about that, what you mentioned of having a community for women and for, for moms and everything. What value do you see in people in women and moms having a community that they can go to for support and for help? Yeah, so, uh, so many things. I mean, one of the things is like, you don't know what you don't know, right? So um, mm. I'm in a few Facebook groups um, with mom-owned businesses and you know, someone will ask a question and everyone's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Or, oh, you're doing that. That's a great idea. Um, Like the Pinterest thing was one of the things um, Mm -hmm. that a lot of people were like, I didn't even know that was an option for my business. Um, So just like having different perspectives, um, different sets of uh, pieces of advice from different people um, is just phenomenal. And then um, we're also just like supportive of each other in a, in sharing, like if, if they hear that someone needs a Squarespace website or if someone needs help with Pinterest, like they will be the first to, you know, share my name. And same with me. Mm-hmm. Like I just mentioned <laughs> my client, I actually found them through this, the course that I took. Um, so it's just, we just build each other up in a way. And, you know, entrepreneurship can be really lonely as I'm sure, you know, yeah. like, you don't, uh, a lot of my friends that I talk to that, aren't entrepreneurs or aren't moms even um they don't really know all the work that goes on behind the scenes and why are you so stressed or why are you thinking about that right now so just having people that are going through the same experience with you is just very valuable yeah and you know i I think it's that thing that you mentioned of like you don't know what you don't uh yeah exactly you don't know what you don't know (laughs) right and i think this is applicable to every entrepreneur, right? Every person that's in business and just in general for people, right? Of being able to lean on communities. And I think that's really been the kind of the topic of our conversation a bit of like (laughs) how you can lean on people, how you can get that support. So I think it's so brilliant that you're creating that space for women and for people in general. And so I, you know, I can only hope that you keep doing that and you keep growing in that sense. Um, But I'd love to know, what would you in your in your ideal world, right? What does the future of entrepreneurship look like for women and for moms? Ooh, that's a tough one. I I guess the biggest thing is I hope that women start to change their mindset around owning a business. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people just think they can't do it or they'll they'll do it when their kids are in school or they'll do it when their kids are moved out you know yeah. tomorrow's not promised if you're unhappy with your mm-hmm. situation it you're the only one that can change it um so i just hope that 
people find more confidence in themselves to take that next step. What it doesn't have to be starting a business, whatever it is that mm -hmm. that will make them happy. There's just especially with social media and everything, I think there's so much just negativity and self-doubt and imposter That's syndrome, true. all the things. Just you can you can do whatever you put your mind to. <laughs> Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think a perfect example, and I'm glad I get to speak to her, is actually my mom. Yeah. And my mom really, she she didn't let anything stop her. And she, sorry, she doesn't let anything stop her, right? She is a fearless woman that will just go for it, yeah. right? She does not delay her decisions. She does not delay her ambitions. And I think that's what I really value so much in her. And that I wish that I saw more in, in a lot of women that are I'm around me. And I don't know why it's specific to women, but that thing of delaying, okay, I'm going to do it later or having to be so, what's the word? Um, accommodating. Yeah. There we go. They think that right. they have um, to be like the martyr of their family. Like I don't get to yeah, enjoy anything exactly. until my kids are grown or my, until, you know, whatever it is. Which, which is so unfair. Yeah. Which, which is so unfair, right? So I, I couldn't agree more when you're talking about, you know, women just, I think really just taking that lead, you know, taking that step and being like, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. And even to take it to a big, bigger picture of like whether it's young people, um, whether it's people that are in situations where they maybe don't see any opportunities is, you know, what, go create the opportunity. Absolutely. Right. Go go create what you want to do. And, and I think more than anything, like live your life. Right. So I, I think you're a great example for that. And so it's been so nice to actually speak to you and everything. Um, and I would also love to know. Right. Is in ah no actually it was that last thing that we had to speak about was there's one question missing oh yes from Brendan <laughs> yes right and I'd love to know this one uh, more than anything right um this is what I was thinking about but I forgot it now but I remember is what's a dream that you give up on I think this links perfect to what we we're speaking right Ooh, now oh yeah that is a good question the lead yeah a dream that I have given up on um yeah that you give up on before a while ago when maybe when you were 10 years old whatever it oh. might be. <laughs> um oh, that's hard i think i don't even consider it giving up like i think i just pivoted mm. so many times of what i wanted okay. to do oh, um i did think about going to med school for a while when and when i was a nurse i kind of mm. thought oh like i'm already doing healthcare i want to be at the yeah. top right <laughs> like i want to be a doctor um i'm glad i didn't do that but it could have <laughs> been a major sacrifice i think um yeah. doctors are amazing god bless them but <laughs> not for me um so maybe that but honestly i just always wanted to be a mom uh, i never thought i would own a business but um i'm so happy that i do <laughs> It's brilliant. That, and that, and that's I hope that I'm question. an example uh, to not only people listening to this, but to my own children. Like, as you said about your mom, mm -hmm. I just, it seems like she really inspired you to take that step for your own business. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just yeah. think, you know, our kids need to see us be happy and be our true selves so that they can also feel empowered to do those things. Um, so mm -hmm. I hope I can lead that next generation a little bit. <laughs> And 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 you are, you know, it doesn't it doesn't need to be a hope. You're you're already doing yeah. it, right? Um, however old your children are, 
right, is one, whether it's today, whether it's tomorrow, right, they're going to be able to see why mom is running around so yeah. much, you know, I didn't see it. I was like, why is, why doesn't mom just sit down and play with me? You know, yeah. that, that was always a question. Um, but then it's seeing that bigger picture of, well, she's not sitting down playing with me because she's also doing everything else for me. Yeah. Right. And, you know, setting up my life for me. And so trust me, you are creating that impact. And I'm sure people that are listening to this are now listening like, okay, you know what? She's doing it. She's a mom. She's been able to pivot from her, from nurse to having her own business, which is a big pivot, but it's possible. Right. So you're definitely an example of what is possible and, you know, that people should and especially women should just should just go for it. So I'd, I'd love to hear what would be like your final takeaway to women and to people that want to get into what you're doing or just get into business in general. Yeah, I mean, you just said it basically is just start. I have so many people in my DMs like, how did you start this? How did you learn how to do web design? How did you learn how to do this? You just have to do it. Like you have to do it. You can read all the books, you could watch all the videos, take all the courses, but until you actually do it and put yourself out there, it's going to be uncomfortable, but you just have to start. <laughs> that's great. That's <laughs> that's great advice. It is, and, and it's so simple, but it again, is. I think sometimes we forget about it is really just to start. Um, Maggie, above just that last advice you've also given us so much to think about and given me so much to think about (laughs) so thank you for that i really i really do appreciate it and i know our audience appreciates it too so it's been so wonderful having you and being able to speak to you and get to know you right um if people want to reach out to you and learn a bit more about what you do how can they reach out yeah thank you so much for having me sasha this has been fun um my Instagram is at Hilltop Help. So it's H-I-L-L-T-O-P-H-E-L-P. Um, that is kind of the quickest way to access me, but that's also my website as well, hilltophelp.com. Um, there's contact forms. Uh, feel free to follow me on Instagram, whether you are an aspiring business owner, an aspiring VA, um, or you just like to talk about motherhood. I post a lot about my motherhood journey there. Um so those are the best ways to reach me. Um, and then, like I said, I'll be hopefully releasing a Pinterest course um, in the next couple of months. Um, so if that's something that interests you, um, feel free to reach out and we can talk about that. Brilliant, brilliant. So everyone, you have no excuse to reach out. Hilltop help, mm-hmm. right? She's there. She's creating change. She's creating impact. So be a part of it. Watch it. Join her. Work with her more than anything. <laughs> Right. Let's help her out and help her vision um, realize itself. So Maggie, thank you. And thank you to our audience again for joining us. It's been a great session and I hope to look for, hope to talk to you all and hear from all of you soon. Bye. Thank you.